Good evening, 5th Platoon. I am your senior drill sergeant host, Drill Sergeant Cotton Hill, of the 69th Infantry Battalion, nice, 420th Infantry Training Brigade. Tonight we'll address the following post that I'm going to be posting probably tomorrow or the next day. So what it is, is the reason why I'm making this special episode, this is actually a very special episode because I have waited a very, very long time to talk about this subject because... Um, I wanted one, a larger audience Two, you guys, I think have picked up my intellectual depth. And on top of that, it's more of like, it's not attacking one side or the other. All right. And that's what I want you guys to understand is, is that this is purely an educational post because when you read it, it sounds like I'm attacking the left or I'm somewhat attacking the right, or I'm taking the right side or something of that nature. I am not. All right. So what I'm going to do is actually, I'm going to read the entire post and then I'll kind of like... Um, add some, uh, add some external notes to the end. Okay. So this is the actual post of what I was going to push out and it's for you to hear it and me to like add into it while I read it. Okay. So this is the post. This is the most important LPD I have ever done. If there was ever a post I asked you to read thoroughly to be educated, it would be this one. How do I start this post? Well, let's start by saying I am neither left nor am I right. I consider myself a logical centrist. By that definition, I will never take anything at face value and use history, science, and reasoning to make my informed decisions on my ideological stances. I am both nervous but excited to share this information with you. Nervous, for it will obviously be extremely eye-opening, but also earth-shattering to some people. I am not here to debate politics but to merely inform you of something that has been overlooked for the last 30 to 60 years. As my followers, I would hope by now that you understand my intellectual depth between my papers, my LPDs, leader professional developments, my podcasts, and the crafting of my content. This post is not a conspiracy theory. I do not devolve myself into falling into such open-ended traps of maybe. No. Everything I am about to write out has either been confirmed, witnessed, transpiring as we speak, or source. The topic of this post is the destabilization of American society and patriotism as we know it. To those of you who are younger followers, this is going to be a foreign concept to you. To those of us who remember it, it will be quite unique. Does anybody actually remember the 1990s? Remember the tranquility, the essentially equal atmosphere, the overall sense of patriotism and love of the United States besides the West Coast, primarily because I do. I remember before 9-11, there was an extreme amount of patriotism. Even after the war on terror began, the sense of patriotism began to rise, and we were a collective as a nation that stood hand in hand, or so we thought. Today in the United States, we are divided by ideologies, race, ethnicity, political standpoints, our media is no longer trusted, and those in charge continue to amplify this process. What happened to the United States? How had we gone from a united country of pure patriotism, even after Vietnam, to absolute discord and hatred for one another? One another. The answers you see go all the way back to the 1950s. After the collapse of Germany during World War II, there was a divide in the world known as the East and West. The East being socialism and communism, and the West being capitalism. During this time, it would become to be known as the Cold War. The Cold War was essentially espionage, a nuclear arms race, with thrown-in proxy wars such as Korea and Vietnam. During this time was the height of the CIA and the KGB. The CIA, uh, break for a second, the CIA 
as we know, is the prolific uh, intelligence agency in the United States. The KGB, now known as the FSB in Russia, uh, was their premier intelligence agency. Okay, continuing on with the post. These were the two most prolific intelligence agencies playing a cat and mouse game of stealing nuclear secrets, national documents, and spies. In the 1950s, two former NKVD counterpart to the KGB, so like, you know, RFBI, spies, Elizabeth Bentley and Whitaker Chambers testified in court how the Soviets had infiltrated the American government from the low level of employment all the way to the CIA. It was stated by Bentley that around 80 Americans were Soviet spies. Historians have argued her claims, but declassified documents by Russia and the Americans' project Venona have given her credit. Not to mention the three spies who infiltrated Los Alamos, uh, Claus Futch, David Greenglass, Theodore Hall, and the infamous Perseus, allegedly. That's why I said three. Now you're going cotton. That's great and all, but what does this play with modern society? And I'm getting there. It's a very long post. The ultimate fact of the matter is that the Soviets, including China, China, realized that they would never be able to invade the mainland of the United States by force. Okay, break for a second. So the reason is, is because of how much weaponry we have as a insurgent force, a force that lives in the homeland that can literally fight to the death. Okay. It would be logically and feasibly impossible to imply such things. Thus, they began an almost century-long destabilization process, which they call ideological subversion of the American society, which is another way, they say, marching through the institutions. If you've ever seen the movie Hail Caesar, that actually happened many, many times, hence why during the Red Scare, movie stars and academics were constantly uh, were under constant scrutiny for being political agitators. Lucy Ball... Uh, for example. All right. So in the movie Hail Caesar, which I thought was very, this is a break from the post. What I thought was very interesting was they were so openly admitting that Hollywood was being influenced. And actually Yuri Bresmanov uh, in his, in his video actually talks about that, about shooting for academics and people who, uh, you know, in high profile situations. Okay. Um, through the, mar- the march through institutions is where academics, actors, cinema personnel all pander to the ideologies of Marxism, uh, communism or socialism, in a hidden agenda of social justice. Yuri talks about this as well. I will personally give you stories later in the post, but it is what, but what it is, what it was, was the institution of America were systematically being used as breeding grounds for communist ideologies, particularly universities. The first wave of Americans to be affected by this was in the 1960s, known as the first generation of ideological subversion, which was the hippie movement, or known as the flower children, with loose morals, a cornerstone in destabilization, again mentioned in the interview. Ultimately, the movement undermined the United States' efforts in Vietnam as cruel and unusual, by pushing the counterculture of peace and free love, the whole purpose of the Korean and Vietnam War was, by definition, was to stop the spread of communism through Asia. All right, they called it the domino theory. Okay, now how the U.S. handled that was with the false flag operation known as the Gulf of Tonkin incident, which Jim Morrison, yes, the Doors, Jim Morrison's dad, actually led the Gulf of Tonkin, is a topic for another day. What ultimately occurred was the first successful undermining of American patriotism through no actual tangible war. Tangible is a nice word for, like, you can't actually touch it sort of a thing. Um, 
I mean, on the home front, okay? Uh, the Soviet destabilization of American troops in Vietnam was so profound that when returning home, the Vietnam vets were being spat upon and why Korea is known as the Forgotten War. Years passed as the Cold War ventured on after Vietnam, but the Soviet influence in American education had taken such a rampant toll that it, that it was mostly felt in the leftist cities and most universities. In 1984-85, Yuri uh, Brezmanov, a former KGB propagandist that defected to the West, came out with an hour-and-a-half interview explaining the destabilization of a country through Soviet tactics of ideological subversion. At the time, in 1985, everyone in America was in complete disbelief. American patriotism was unquestionable outside of the liberal central cities or states. It was something that no one saw as possible. In his interview... He explains exactly what is occurring today, precisely to the point, which is why I have linked his interviews in my story, so you can see exactly what he is talking about. That, or I'll, I'll, may, I'll just post the videos myself. Years pass, and people forget Mr. Brezmanov's message. Now comes the personal story. I grew up liberal and leftist. I grew up in this ideology. The issue with communism, communism or socialism is this, is that it is not an ideology. It is a belief structure. All right, as a religion, one that is completely devoid of rational thinking or heretics, people who think outside the box. Now, I am not siding with the right, not in the slightest. I also have an extremely right-sided family from different areas of the country. They are, they are equally as bad in some aspects or in a lot of aspects. I am speaking from my personal experience. If you were never raised in an extremely leftist cult, then let me explain to you how it works. From a young child, you were told that anything of right-minded ideologies automatically puts you in leagues, puts you in the leagues with the SS. Yes, I am not joking. You are instantaneously ostracized by not only your teachers, but also the community. How it works is that it, it's so embedded into your mind that that is how society works. You don't have the capacity to hear outside sources or facts. As Mr. Brezhnev exclaims, I could take them to Soviet Russia show them the concentration camps, and they still would not believe it with facts in their face. It runs off the premise of asking, Why, uh, wouldn't candy for breakfast be amazing to a five-year-old? Now, to a five-year-old, that sounds to be an amazing experience, right? The overall issue that stems from the matter is that it's not a feasible form of nutrition. As adults, we know it will rot your teeth, horrible for your health, and you cannot ultimately sustain that lifestyle. The same goes with the belief structure. And Mr. Brezmanov covers this in his 1985 interview as well. The candy scenario is a very simplistic way that they educate their young. Instead of candy, it's unlimited immigration, all right, the printing of money for you know inflation, taxation, raising of the minimum wage, which I'm adding something to this, which we saw in Seattle, okay? The greater good overall, because as they say, no, no, it will work this time. If you have any sort of outside da data to challenge the system, then you're instantly labeled a monster. I know I keep referencing Mr. Brezmanov's uh, interview, but again, he says, they make these grand ideas seem feasible without the actual repercussions to show for it. Growing up, we were all told we were special and that no shit, the government would handle college for us. Everyone was special. We were all going to do these vastly amazing things, doctor, lawyer, scientist, the issue is we all know that is not feasible. What happens to these so-called special people when they realize the system forgets them when they graduate high school? What happens to them? They end up reverting to the belief structure of I'm special and make a false sense of entitlement that we see today. 
Most of the issues that stem from this were the vast decline in civics across the United States. If you don't know what civics is, it's the educational course that was once required by public institutions to educate young minds on the workings of government to be active citizens, but has all been, but has all but been erased since the 1970s. Some states still teach it, but with heavy influence from the instructor, meaning they will push you in the direction that they see fit. I'm saying this uh, as a note. I will be completely honest with all of you. I was in the dark about economics or systems of government until college. Where I grew up, it was an advanced placement class, an AP class, so it wasn't part of the normal curriculum. And although I took the class, the teacher was adamantly socialist to the point it was just him screaming about George W. Bush being a part of the SS. We act like this doesn't happen consistently across our nation. The South has their very right-wing ideologies, and the left, through ideological subversion of Soviet influence, both have tainted our patriotism over the last 30 to 60 years. That is why when I was 15 years old, I started to notice things that were not how they seemed in terms of equality. Why was the third place trophy larger than the first place trophy? Why were we curving grade point averages for the lowest performers? If you don't know what curving grades is, look it up. Why was any discussion of scientific evidence blasphemous? It didn't make any sense. What hit me into becoming a logical centrist was a hike with my Uncle John. I've mentioned it before where I said, Uncle John, did you know that Judge Judy is the most watched television show in America? He stops, looks at me, being the genetic engineer from Harvard, and goes, where did you hear that, Cotton? And I said, the TV. Why would they lie? And he goes, Cotton, you need to do your own research. Everything is a lie until you have substantial evidence. That clicked with me. Why? We weren't supposed to ask why. If a teacher or an authoritative figure said it, it must be true. That's when I started doing my own research and finding out the way I was raised was a lie. The society of grand justice and great ideas were already found in science to be false. Everything I had been told was a complete lie. It wasn't until I started reading academic journals, papers, looking at statistics, and using science did I really see that, I, that they were trying to hide what was already known to be false. I ran away from all that, so I thought. When I went to college... I went 2,000 miles away. I figured that I would be in a setting of understanding academics. I was very much wrong in that thought process as we talked about the march through institutions, as I had found out. When I arrived at college, everyone was like, oh, you're from the West Coast. You must be super socialist. I exclaimed, no, it's all a lie. Why do you think I am here? Well, being a very small college... It wasn't long until my professors found out. My, institu my institution actually tried to re-educate me by putting me in a no-shit oxymoron Middle Eastern feminist course. Yeah, you can laugh as much as I did. Sincerely, they tried to re-educate me and tell me I was wrong, but since I was so great at academic research to not only use their strong points as weaknesses, but ultimately win debates, which resulted in my great suffering. That's one way how you beat people in debates is, is that... You take their strong points and you show how they actually don't, um, they're actually not beneficial and they have, lose their entire argument, okay? So, outside of the economics department, I was not well received. I found out I put myself from one geographical location hell-bent on ostracizing me from my logical standpoints to an institution where there was no due process. Due process means, like, I wasn't, like, able to, like, fight the system, all right? Uh, and I'll go into that in a second, okay? If you have never been to college or university, professors have tenure, meaning like the, <laughs> this, is, this is the definition right here, 
And they can all but murder a student and get away with it. Sincerely, they can do whatever the fuck they want. All right. You trying to battle this professor for being whatever they are, you'll never win. Trying to battle the institution was not the best of endeavors. I admit that now. Even such figures as Ben Shapiro have stated that they would pretend to be socialist to pass. I wish I had that level of intellect at 19 to 21 years of age. In the, pi- in the pictures that are going to be in the post, I have multiple sources stating how the Soviet ideology has penetrated our educational system and why we are faced with this ever-growing decline in our society. Think about it. Have you ever engaged in conversation with a radical left or a right-wing individual? They will not listen to facts or reasoning. What you are taught at a young age in, the, in this mindset is whoever yells the loudest with the harshest words wins. That's why when you pose critical thinking facts and data, they shut down. All right. Their only rational learned response is to devolve to you're a racist, you're a part of the SS, you're a Nazi, whatever it is. Okay. It's not because you're challenging their thought process. You're challenging their fucking belief system, their belief structure. This is something that's been institutionalized into them to be true since they were kids. And I'm going off on a tangent, but that is the thing is that people don't realize it's a fucking belief structure, which is why they can't take facts when they're coming their way. Something that their entire community has embedded in their minds or they have been indoctrinated into while attending university. That's why logical minded individuals get so frustrated with these people is because this indoctrination has seeped its way all the way from the 1960s to modern day. As someone who has lived it, seen it, indoctrinated by it and escaped it, you have to understand it's trying to convince them the sky is blue when it's actually red in their eyes. Okay, my favorite game to play is called how long until the radical loses how you play it is you set a timer down like your phone for two minutes you discuss your point the other person has to remain silent no one has lasted more than six minutes with me before their heads exploded because they interrupt if you interrupt you lose the game back to the main topic at hand the overall issue is we are in the final stages of the decline of american society stage four of this ideological subversion is the normalization of social social justice ideologies that makes positively no sense all right like i'm all about you know civil rights and stuff like that but it's these policies that are coming out where everything must be accepted now right like we're seeing it in the army where bigger is better you know that whole you know big is beautiful uh, ideologies that make no sense because of you know it is this inclusiveness all right in the last 10 years we went from a rather moderate country to teaching critical race theory that ultimately demonizes the caucasian race as the oppressors and the minorities as the oppressed it also teaches that there is no such thing as race but as an oppressive construct for the white society to dominate over all else seriously look it up is the most bananas things in the world all right it teaches that there is no race comma pause for effect that's not in the fucking the post but literally it teaches that there's no race but whites are ultimately to blame all right race is not a real thing it's a not a biological or substantial thing in this critical race theory but white people are to blame As a man of darker complexion, even I am like, holy shit, that is a super racist curriculum. And we're teaching it to fucking kids, all right? Let alone it being perfectly fine in this ideology to be racist towards certain groups, but not other groups, okay? It's a a great divide that Mr. Brezmanov was insisting upon. I am 100% all for equality, and I empathize and sympathize with the plights of others and the struggles of their, you know other ethnicities and races, okay? I 100% understand that. And as we all know, I see everybody as green. 
all right? Your darker shades or lighter shades. The issue at hand is that we are now pushing the levels of indoctrination to turn on our friends and family where they want to separate us as a nation. CRT's entire focus is that of a political affiliation through education and to further the gap that we once called our friends and neighbors. Look at what is happening to the non-inoculated or the non-vaccinated. They are being forcibly ousted from shopping centers, bars, etiquette. Chicago just fucking did it. Purely based, based on their belief structure. All right. Imagine if we did that to individuals who wanted abortions, because in the logical sense of the realm, my body, my choice. All right. It doesn't make sense. Okay. And I neither agree nor disagree. I'm stating that. Okay. Right now I am stating a similarity of common ground. Okay. I I have no stance on either if you're vaccinated or not vaccinated. Okay. But as Mr. Brezhnev has stated, these political prostitutes, these, you know, uh, these radicals will be shot. Once their use is done, for those who are actually supposed to come to power, will annihilate them. And I posted that in the stories as the, as the first fucking video. All right. This is why the United States has become such a divisive country. It is purely the workings of ideological sta- uh, sabotage dating back to the 1950s. As far as the media is concerned, look no far uh, further than Project Mockingbird, where Sesame Street, I'm being very, very elusive to this, ran allegedly how much of the American media they could influence through propaganda. All right? Look it up. Okay? Now comes to the end of my post. I have given you, my followers, a slight insight into the situation at hand. I have posed to you an insight into something that has been right in front of you this entire time. You don't have to agree. You don't have to follow me anymore. All right, you don't have to follow me, okay? If you don't, like, if you think I'm so horribly wrong. This is not the left is evil, the right is evil. This is a purely educational post meant for you to understand the situations that we are facing in the world. Take it as a, you're wrong, Cotton, and now is the time to prove me wrong, okay? You can do that. This is, this is one of those things where, like, I am telling you something that, you know, is occurring, and you can bring it back and say, like, well, here's this and this and this, and then I'll prove my standpoint because that's what logical-minded human beings do, okay? I have cited sources. I have used interviews. I have stated from my personal experiences, referenced defective KGB agents, as well as stated particular programs inside the United States aimed at changing your mind through mass media. If you don't agree, you don't agree, but it gets your mind thinking and examining. Remember, everything is a lie until you find out the actual truth. Take it from me, a formal liberal and one that grew up under a socialist community. Where is the lie? Okay, that's what I'm trying to say is, is like, I'm telling you as somebody who ran away from that, who grew up in that, who should have never left, that it's all a lie. Like everything that's in front of you is like, why is this happening? Like, why has the United States gone from like this peaceful country of like equality and standing together in brother and sisterhood to this complete divide? Right. And like the people who are causing these situations, these, you know, uh, disturbances in society. And I'm not saying like they don't have good like good causes behind them but the vast majority of them are political agitators which as we know by mr bresmanov are political prostitutes that will eventually be thrown away because they're doing the deed without you know they're not going to come to power all right we saw it uh in february january of this year with certain situations i'm not going to get into that all right i just thought it was funny because i'm like all these people had been you know doing all these crazy stuff, you know, political activities. And then, you know, they got tossed to the side once their use was done. All right. So 
you don't have to agree, all right? And, like, I will say this. The best thing about my upbringing was the acceptance of everyone, all right? I was literally raised in the eyes of Dr. Martin Luther King of judging a man on the content of his character, not by the color of his skin. I actually came to find out by a neoliberal that colorblindness, as it's actually called, is actually apparently racist. Did not know that. Sorry, I see everyone as equals and accept the world with loving arms. Do your own research, people. I did mine. I wanted to know why I was lied to about my entire upbringing, about why everybody was special, about like why all these ideas were being pushed into my mind, and how it was against the fucking system to tell me that I was wrong for thinking otherwise. All right. And to those of you from the West and like and to those of you from the West Coast, this should be a little bit more eye opening. If you live outside the echo chamber of what we call the West Coast for five seconds, such as, you know, an echo chamber such as university or that general area, you'll see the world as a lot different. And that's the end of the post, uh, people. Okay. What I'm trying to tell you is this is is that I grew up thinking the world was a very, very, very different place. All right. I grew up thinking that, you know, everything was going to be paid for by the government. You know, I was told that everybody should be able to come to America. And I'm like, yeah, of course, you know, everybody should come to America. America fucking is awesome, you know, but then they don't tell you is like the undermining of the blue collar worker or the amount of money that we shove into these social programs or, you know, like how when when I was in college, I used to do economic debates and stuff. And like they would hate me because I was proving them wrong about these grand ideologies and it actually made my grade suffer. You may not believe it. Some of you have actually faced this before for your ideologies, right? Like now it's been 10 years, right? But like I helped a friend with a paper, like really helped him like edit it. And then I turned in my paper. He got a B and I got a D because that professor found out that like I did not have the same ideologies as she did and she marked me down. And a lot of professors did that to me. Right. And it's called the March through institutions where they they made sure to go directly to the educational so that they could shove in this mindset into the young, the, the minds of the young. And that is why the United States is what it is today. When I left the West Coast in 2009, I did not expect it to fucking have a far reaching effect across the nation. I really was escaping from that. I that from that mentality because I watched this system tell everybody they were special. And because they became so dependent upon this system. They became like kind of like Fight Club, like, you know, a huge lie where, you know, you're told you're a rock star. You're going to do this. And so it creates this false sense of identity into like what you actually are. Right. And so you see all these social media influencers, quote unquote, these Instagram models, quote unquote, you know, all these things is because of this mentality that has occurred in our system. Right. And if you just like there's a great book, it's called Taking Sides. All right. And it shows you the left side. It shows you the right side. And it gives you a good way of like understanding, you know, different economic policies. But that's the thing is, is like, okay, to some of you, it's like, okay, like I believe everybody should come into America. So do I. I 100 percent would love that. Right. I would love for them to come to the land of the free home of the brave. Right. But economically, that is not a feasible ideology. Like there's so much money and like it's just not an it's like it's kind of like socialized medicine it's like it's a great idea 
Like, that's great. I'm glad. I would love for that. But you're also telling doctors, hey, you have to work these many hours. You have to take this salary cut. You have to do this. That There's not enough medical professionals to, you know, handle that, which is why we consistently have a shortage and why other doctors come from other countries to work here because they know what they can make in a private practice. All right. Like, that's what I'm trying to get at is, is like, it's the whole candy thing is, is like, yeah, to a five-year-old, that sounds fucking amazing. Eating candy for breakfast every day, 100%. But the problem is, is, is that it's not sustainable. And that's the problem is, is that these institutions, these professors, these teachers, they know that it's wrong, but they keep pushing it because this time it will work. There's a litany of fucking countries that have proven that it doesn't work. It The model doesn't work because of the human X factor. Like, I'm running out of time, but what I'm saying is, does anybody know why the Berlin Wall was built? The Berlin Wall was built to keep in the academics, the scientists into communist Soviet Russia because they knew that they could leave and go to capitalism and make a fuck ton more. And this is that educational process that I'm trying to warn you and make your own informed decision and do your own research. Stop believing the things that are being told to you. Look at the academic journals. Look at the peer review journal articles, look at the statistics. All right. And I know that he's, uh, I know that he's fucking been banished, but like, you know, I'm not right. I'm not left, but Milo Yiannopoulos before he got fucking shunned and banned out of like, you know, the world used to give these amazing lectures about, you know, with statistics and facts and a book and everything. Right. And I don't agree with his, you know, ideologies, but what I appreciated about him and Mr. Shapiro was, is their ability to raise facts and give out sources to what they were actually talking about, because that's how you endeavor into a scientific or debate at all is providing facts. Your beliefs are not facts. Facts trump beliefs. Facts are facts. There will always be facts. And you have to realize that this Mentality is to separate us and divide us one by one until we don't even recognize each other anymore. Thank you, 5th Platoon, for listening to my rant. I hope you enjoyed the post, and uh, I'll talk to you soon.